Wow. Happy fucking February. I I don't know where January went. I don't know. She's, she dipped. Thank God, because my friends were going through dry January. So I was lonely there without, well, it was just Sam, I guess. Without Sam drinking. I'm going to preface this. This is going to be a more culture episode, which, you know, when I started this out, I... Every intention of mine was to get people my age to get hooked and then maybe listen to some other shit of mine. The stuff that explains more about politics and and I know it's hard. Fuck, I know it's hard. But this is our time. So happy election year. As I'll say every episode, it's Valentine's Day today. If you are watching and you can't, um, you can tell I'm very festive. I love Valentine's Day. I love love. And we got my favorite food this morning. Watched The Bachelor since The Bachelor is resurrected since they finally put someone hot on it. I'm not going to lie. Sammy, Haley, and I all applied to it. <laughs> Once we saw Joey, we were like, okay, it's time. I unfortunately made a grave error and this morning and posted something on my Instagram story that I meant to post on my private Snapchat story because I was wine drunk watching the first part of The Bachelor last night, and I posted a sad girl. It's my first Valentine's Day alone in a long time. My parents are so cute getting me a gift and card, blah, blah. And I put that out for a thousand people to see, not the 20 or so I intended. And probably my ex-boyfriend saw it, which is so fucking embarrassing because like, I'm not sad about him, screw him. And people were like concerned for my mental health. So I woke up and I was like, what the hell's on my Instagram story? Um, Yeah, God damn it, deleted it real quick. So I hope you're having a better day than that, better day than me. It's been such a time. It's been a long time. I'm really sorry. Can't lie. It's been it's been a long time. So the reason we are three weeks behind is because A, I've been busy. B, we recorded a, another episode with all my friends in my living room on the floor while Sammy bleached my hair. So coming, coming soon to a podcast platform near you. C, I'm setting up a studio. We're elevating the experience. We're moving up in the world. We're going YouTube. It's going to be in my apartment and not match it whatsoever, but fuck it. D, my microphone broke. That's <laughs> that's like really the whole reason. And I have a tech geek of a dad, but I think I'm just an idiot because he's like, why don't you just like restart your computer and see if it connects? And that... That's it. That's That was all I had to do. That was literally it. God, she's so smart. Yeah, so we went to the Waste Management Open last weekend. And if you're not from Arizona or just like don't know what that is, it's basically a golf tournament on the PGA Tour that happens in North Bougie Scottsdale. And when I say it was a hellish experience, so I'd never been, which is crazy because it's basically just a huge party and everyone is fucked up. And I was like, sweet, can't wait. And everyone used to go at U of A and stuff. I, I, I don't know why I've never been, just couldn't swing it. Anyways, I bought an outfit because fashion is like a thing there you know, and got out of an outfit and it was so cute, like so cute, 10 out of 10. I would have looked awesome. Well, the week before, if you live here, you saw we had a freaking monsoon and the place was like trashed and they said it was gonna be miserable and cold and rainy. So we, we all had to change our outfits, like our whole outfits. Like Haley, Sam and I went to the mall and we stood in the middle of Zara around a rack for 15 minutes talking through outfits like we were solving the world's biggest math problem. I would have given anything for a video of that. This was just like, it was worse than them canceling it having to come up with a new outfit. I, I didn't have one until the morning of while they're like all pre-gaming and I'm drinking a cup of coffee, curling my beast of hair. Like what the fuck did I get myself into? There were half a million people there and we were all in feet, like feet 
of mud, like nasty mud. And I'm not even scared of mud. Like I'm okay getting dirty, but I watched five people fall like just in front of me. And I I saw there was quite a many who fell. I watched some dumb bitch wearing heels, watch her entire foot disappear. We couldn't get alcohol. There was nowhere to go or sit. Like it was just, it was a mess. So did I have fun? Not really. Will I go next year? Absolutely. So that's what I've been up to. Fun Super Bowl, good game. Taylor Swift won the Super Bowl. And here's my segue. So if you haven't listened to me before, I have a feeling I may get some new people, good or bad from this. All press is good press, whatever. But before I do literally anything, here's my disclaimer, especially with the subject this volatile. This is a nonpartisan politics podcast. That means none of you assholes know what my political beliefs are, because if I'm shitting on one side, I'm shitting on both sides. Nonpartisan means you are not affiliated with one side or the other. This is not a Democratic or Republican podcast. I'm just a journalism girly. I'm showing facts, just facts. This episode, I am using some more opinion pieces, but a lot of this controversy centers around opinions. Do without what you will. I, As always, I'm linking everything in the description and on the website, and I link the media bias site I trust. Do what you will with that. I'm gonna let you know this shit is wild, but it's also like, okay, I'm gonna shut up. I want to give my disclaimer though, if you're new here, and especially using so many sources that are opinions. Okay. Okay. Shut the fuck up, Maggie. So what we're talking about here today, you may have guessed it from the totally inconspicuous title, right? We're talking about one of the most influential people in politics. No, it's not all these crazy people we talk about every week. It's Taylor Swift, of course. Let's get into it. It's absolutely fucking fascinating. There's no way around it. I honestly wholeheartedly didn't even start thinking about this until this past week. And then I was like, or the past two weeks, I guess, before I wrote this episode. And then I was like, holy shit, there's something here. Why did I never consider this? It's probably because I consume a lot of politics like all the time and I'm in it and I think about those big players. And then these headlines this week, y'all, my eyes were opened. So I'm Maggie and I'm going to be giving you a lesson in how politics and culture relate in the most glaringly obvious obvious way I possibly can. You're welcome. Before we get into the new way she's popped up in politics this week, we're going to give a little history with tea and politics. I would never call myself a, a Swifty. I, w- I was. You can ask anyone in our family. We all were. I remember exactly where I was the first time I heard our song. My Mimi used to have this little TV in her kitchen, like so old school. She watched the Today Show on it and then she would play music on it when the news was over or whatever. I grew up listening to country music, but I heard all the new stuff from the little direct TV new country channel or whatever in her kitchen. I was on the laptop at the breakfast bar playing Webkins because dumb. That was my whole childhood. I was an addict and she was cooking and she was like, have you heard this new? girl, Taylor Swift, and our song was playing. And at this time, I think she was like 15 and this was her breakout song in country. And we were obsessed after that. We had the Taylor Swift album CD, then moved over to our little iPod shuffles with Fearless and bought it and stuff. Remember those days? And my family, like dad, mom, sisters, we listened to her so religiously. Then she started getting so big and so many people started jumping in. It was like this crazy competition of who's a bigger fan. And I get so disenchanted with artists when that happens. I'm I'm struggling without the suck Brian right now. It's it's hard. But anyways, she put out Red and I love that album. I love the song Red. I loved All Too Well, blah, blah, blah. Who cares what I liked? Then she like formally announced she was leaving country and I was just, yeah, I was disenchanted. I didn't like the new music she put out. I honestly like maybe can name some of them. I really, really loved some songs on Evermore. Champagne Problems has really resonated with me this year. I've been listening to that a lot. But if you play any song from any album before, like a deluxe song, even I will know by heart, like not even a second thought to this day. This is nothing against her or her fans. She's a cool girl. Her outfits are to die for. She's not very problematic. Like she just made people happy and she's talented as fuck. The still performing the heel broken off of her Louboutin boot was insane dedication's unreal. I respect the hell of it. Respect the hell out of her. A lot of people do. So there's no denying she's probably the most famous person in all the land, like all the land. Wherever those aliens are out there, they know her. 
this woman rules the world. And she's been very popular for a while. I mean, I started listening to her when I was, she was 16, I believe. Yeah, okay. Red came out when she was 22. I guess that's, I guess that's what Google says. So she started getting like really, really superstar level big then. She never ever talked about politics. She had spoken before. That was just not something that she wanted to get into. It's understandable. Like she's so vulnerable to controversy. We'll get to that. Don't you worry. Hold your horses. So 2018 rolls around for context. This is reputation era. And she also left her original label, Big Machine Records, and went to Republic Records. This is something I have to shit on for a second. She didn't say anything about Toby Keith and Toby Keith got her her start and I'm pissed. Do your whole, uh, do your whole, if you don't know what happened at Republic Records, look it up. We're not here for that. Anyways, I don't know if this had anything to do with that, but context, right? So 2018, she does the thing. She just straight up jumped into politics. After being famously apolitical, not involved politics and someone who was one of the biggest stars in country music for, well, she basically was like, fuck it. Okay. I don't want to psychoanalyze Taylor Swift and why she did this. Like, I don't know, but she has said that she felt it was better not to say anything for so long for being country artists and Republicans wanted to claim her for this, I guess. And then liberals were pissed that she hadn't said anything with as much power as she has. And, you know, they seem to support celebrity endorsements more. They've campaigned with them. Well, she claimed herself. Kind of. It was a midterm year, mind you. So Donald Trump had been president like going two years and a midterm year is when mostly Congress and governors and some senators, that's when they expire and they must run again or exit. So she resides in Tennessee-ish, but she votes there. Found that out. So she literally just made a post and was like, here's someone voting for her. She said she always have, quote unquote, I know grammar, but it's a quote, so shut up. And always will vote based on which candidate will protect and fight for the human rights I believe we all deserve in this country. And she endorsed a U.S. Senate candidate who was a Democrat running against current Senator for Tennessee, Republican Marsha Blackburn, and then someone for representative, also a Democrat in the House of Representative candidate, the House candidate. He won, but the other guy lost, and obviously the... He's irrelevant, so he doesn't matter at this point, except he was endorsed by Taylor Swift. So put it on your headstone, dude. You can see the post. It's lengthy. Basically, it was her saying she supports LGBTQIA plus rights strongly, women and protecting women and their rights, supporting legislation to dismantle systematic racism, etc. And people lost it. People lost it. (laughs) She got praise and she got horribly criticized. Republicans criticized the shit out of her, which has not changed, by the way. I told her to stay out of politics, said she ended her career. There's always a lot to be said about celebrities and politics. I'm actually going to take a poll on Instagram after this episode and I'll post it the day I post this. Do you think, given the current political climate and the intersection between politics and culture, that celebrities getting involved is a good or bad thing? Let me know. I'm super curious. In case you didn't know, Gurley did not end her career. She she did quite the opposite. No attribution to politics, but I think it's funny that people thought her fans and like fan demographic cared enough that they'd be like, oh, she endorsed a Democrat and eh, done. Get rid. That just wasn't going to happen. And it's not going to happen today either. Heads up. But before we fast forward, let me finish out this history. She did direct her voters to vote.org, which is said to be nonpartisan. And they said they had twice as many registrations of 18-year-olds, brand new voters, than the previous National Registration Day. What is clear, and that is very obvious from that statement, is she cares about politics that affect people, which is like, in her defense, fair. She said, human rights quote unquote, in this infamous post. And that's everything you need to know about that. She's a girl's girl. She is documented supporting women, the LGBTQIA plus community, pretty mainstream socio-political hot topics. Never said anything more than having to do with these issues. And we know about the private jets and stuff. I'll link that if you don't know. She is the celebrity that has contributed to the most carbon emissions. Like, 
badly. There's like a guy that follows it and she actually, like last week, they just sent a cease and desist to him. <laughs> Anyways, she does buy carbon credits apparently though and that's supposed to offset it. I don't fucking know. And clearly she's flying a lot more right now for her boy. Whatever. And she's, girlie's a bajillionaire. So she's good. She doesn't have to worry about the economy. So you're not going to hear about that from her. She did some other smaller things to show she was politically active now. I didn't see it, but in her documentary Miss Americana. She talked about how she would have endorsed Hillary Clinton in 2016 if she'd spoken up. And then she also talks about her speaking out against Marsha Blackburn and how she is a Tennessee Christian and it doesn't align with her values. That Blackburn's values are not that of a Tennessee Christian. That was her main explanation for speaking out. And she said she needed to be, quote unquote, on the right side of history. She was like crying in it or something. I don't know. The next thing she did was two years later around that crazy fucking time when everything was happening at once the summer of 2020, she tweeted at Donald Trump and accused him of stoking white supremacism and literally said, we're going to vote you out come the, come the elections. And I'll have to tell you what happened. You live here. Um, he, he, he did in fact lose. Am I going to sit here and say that Taylor Swift single-handedly ended Trump's time as a president? Absolutely not. But I want to emphasize how strong her influence is. I don't think it helped him with young voters, even old voters. Hell, I just don't think it helped him in general. But it was a super tumultuous time and a lot of things were being said and happening everywhere. It was like emotional. Everyone was on very high alert and she went the fuck after him. I mean, just didn't help his cause. And here we are. Here's today. Today, Taylor Swift is... She's a million hundred Google bigger than she was in any time before, in any era before. She fucking broke Ticketmaster and then her fans literally perpetuated revenge on Ticketmaster in Congress. Politics. She started the Eras Tour, literally the biggest tour to like ever exist, broke like a bunch of records. Each show she performs for like six hours or some crazy shit like that. Uh, she was Times Person of the Year for 2023. She just won two Grammys the other night, Sunday night and one for Record of the Year, which she made history with by, she's now won it four times. And then for Pop Vocal Album of the Year, both for Midnight's. She then announced she was releasing a new album on April 19th, like on stage, like on stage. She sure knows how to do it too. I didn't die over her dress, but the rest of the outfit was like perfect. The watch choker she was wearing set to midnight, genius. She also seemed kind of faded to me though, <laughs> like walking in late and then like standing up and dancing during everyone's performance, snubbing Celine Dion, whatever. But then her excitement for the album win was pretty cool. And, and now then, you know, she started dating Travis Kelsey, arguably the football player with the most celebrity at this point in time. I mean, I think they're probably the biggest couple in the land right now in the world. He plays for the Kansas City Chiefs, last year's Super Bowl winners, this year's Super Bowl winners. Sorry, I wrote this last week. That was the thing. Travis Kelsey and her, the thing. Taylor Swift broke the fucking NFL. She literally broke it. Like it short-circuited and got flipped on its head. I was annoyed at first. As someone who's had to finally actually pay attention to football and care about it since like my livelihood, you know, I was like, come on. It was like all they were talking about and showing my regulars would be like, yep, there she is again. You can't outrun Taylor Swift, even if it wasn't at a Chiefs game. Taylor Swift music was playing. She was showing everywhere. The NFL milked this shit as hard as they possibly could. That was what was annoying. But I do think they're very cute. I just simply don't know who can say Travis Kelsey isn't one of the hottest dudes in the NFL. I mean, besides 
I think Jason Kelsey is very attractive, but, and he seems like he's sweet to her and they're like obsessed with each other. What can I say? Like super romantic stuff isn't really my thing. As I'm dressed in red and wearing pink eyeshadow and wearing pink headphones and a pink bow on Valentine's day. Shut up, bitch. But come on, what girl doesn't want that? Like they're cute. It's cute. I have to admit it or be lying. I'm excited for them, but I do think it's gotten kind of blown out of proportion. It seems extremely fast and there's so many rumors circulating. So naturally, like I said, with the saturated intersection between politics and culture, politics had to get in somehow. How is Taylor Swift involved in politics, you may ask? Well, a lot more than you think. And that's why we're here. So the new rumors that started coming out like two weeks ago, like I said, Republicans, yeah, they hate Taylor Swift. And somehow, some way, I'm not one to take up or talk about conspiracies, but these headlines brought this to my attention, made me go, oh, she actually is that influential. Celebrities in politics, like I said, everyone has an opinion on it. It's pretty clear when you look at the media and everything that each side has a pretty strong opinion on it. And these headlines last week made it very clear. These headlines last week made it very clear. A couple articles headlines included things like, here, quote unquote, MAGA meltdown over Taylor Swift, the twisted logic of the Taylor Swift backlash. Donald Trump thinks he's more popular than Taylor Swift, etc. Somehow, some way, the NFL and politics have met once again. I personally think conspiracy theorists just like to be conspiracy theorists. There's no facts, there's no data, there's inferences. And most of the time these inferences are just straight out pulled out of asses. Like maybe a couple weird things, but it's honestly very impressive how people can come up with this shit and weave these whole stories together and completely convince people they're true. That's my thing on conspiracy theorists. I have conspiracy theorists in my life. I know conspiracy theorists. I think everyone has a little bit of conspiracy theorists in them. And this isn't like the government is run by lizard people crazy, but saying that the NFL is involved in a plot or plan for Taylor Swift to endorse Joe Biden as she is now the sweetheart of the NFL, like that the entire buildup of her and Travis Kelsey's relationship is just for this. Sorry, but that girl loves a good romance probably more than anything else. Her relationship with Travis Kelsey is no evidence other than being this really in your face Colleen Hoover plotline relationship, actually better than Colleen Hoover, honestly. The thing is, I'm not saying they're completely wrong. Biden's team has been trying to nab Taylor's endorsement, which he already had, you know, back in before. So it's not like it's a huge stretch. She probably will endorse him. The stretch is this idea of this elaborate setup. So the problem for Republicans by shitting on Taylor Swift is that they are alienating key groups of voters they need. Young people, women, young women. An NBC News national poll in November showed that 40% of registered voters have a positive view of Taylor Swift as opposed to a 16% negative view. She is the highest net favorability rating among Biden, Vice President Kamala Harris, Speaker of the House Mike Johnson, Mikey J, Trump, Ron DeSantis, and current other Republican candidate, Nikki Haley. All of them. The biggest political actors, and she slaughtered them in favorability in a politics poll. What the fuck? She has lower ratings among Republicans, like obviously, that's that, you know, but it's honestly not that much. It's a 28% positive view, 41% neutral view of her, and 20%, 26% negative view of her from this sample group of Republicans. 53% of Democrats view her positively, so. There you go. The other thing that's fueled the NFL is liberal and Taylor Swift is the ringleader thing is that Travis Kelsey has supported some things that Republicans do not support. He has never said what he is, never supported one side nor the other, but he was in a Bud Light ad and then is currently in a Pfizer ad. Pfizer is a COVID vaccine company and then Bud Light. 
Bud Light had a whole controversy. Not something I'm going to get into either. It's a controversy based solely on social ideologies, and that's not my purpose here at all. So they're really pulling from that. Let me also remind that Travis Kelsey is a spokesperson for 10 million things. State Farm, Campbell's, Subway, Experian, like this fucker's everywhere. So all this combined has fueled a frenzy of Republicans versus Taylor Swift and I guess Travis Kelsey and also the NFL. They also think the Super Bowl is rigged and the Chiefs are going to win because of Taylor Swift, like the NFL rigged it. That simply has nothing to do with politics, but go off, I guess. Yeah, it's kind of annoying, but love or hate them, the Chiefs have gone to the Super Bowl this many times because they're good enough to. Like, luck can only go so far. Well, guess what? I wrote this before they won and they did. They won the, they won the fucking Super Bowl. Was Joe Biden there? No. Were any political figures there? I don't know. I scoured the internet and pictures too. I mean... <laughs> I think they have bigger things to worry about. Anyways, now this whole idea of Taylor Swift endorsing Joe Biden is probably a prophecy we will be seeing come true, like I said. So people are wondering if Travis Kelsey will endorse him too. No matter what, by proxy, they are going to say he does because of his girlfriend when that time comes and assuming they're still together. The NFL can't control what an athlete does. They don't have that power. They're individuals, influential individuals, just like Taylor, who actually is no one holding her back. Even if a record company wanted to or someone like that, they couldn't. You can't hold her down. Like she got all her songs back. Look, if Taylor Swift says something to her massive, probably the biggest fan base in the world, it is law. And that includes to vote and who she is voting for. When she directed those people to register to vote last September, vote.org reported a 1,226% jump in the hour after she posted. It's just unreal. Celebrities posting about voting and encouraging to and who to vote for is going to infiltrate your timelines this year. As they've started to every election year, and you may love or hate it, but at the end of the day, people are looking to people they look up to and trust to help them in this fucking convoluted mess we call politics that they see themselves aligning with. And there is no one people align with more in this country than Taylor Swift. So that's that. Hope you had a very happy Valentine's Day. I was really hoping to see a lot more sad single people like crying in their beers and listening to the man, the myth, the legend, Toby Keith as I'm still in mourning. We did listen to him tonight though. I love love. What can I say? I had a good day. It was chill except for... <laughs> can't even talk about that Instagram post. We can't talk about it again. I'm going to be I'm unwell forever because of it. Anyways, follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, X or whatever it is this year. Follow us on the podcast platform you're choosing and get notified so you can stay up to date and inform this election year. It's super important. I'm going to get you through it in the easiest way possible. I wish you a happy, happy, happy Daytona 500 week. NASCAR is back. Y'all best watch it. It's, it's going to be good. Except that Joey Logano got the poll. You don't know what that means, but whatever. See you next week because we have a lot to talk about. I, I, it might even be this week. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I've, I've got to hammer this out. Like some... <laughs> some really important stuff has happened. I have troubles putting this episode out right now with how much is going on, but I don't have time to research and write an episode right now. I work every day, so stay tuned. See y'all. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for being patient with me getting this episode out. Okay, bye. Bye.